I remember my first visit to America. And I was so miserable, I said, God, I don't belong here. I need to go back to Asia. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry I came. <laughs> and the next time I got invited to America, it was to Pastor Tong. And I felt at home. <laughs> My wife said, I can't believe it, you went to America and they all speak Mandarin. <laughs> I, I, said, I think it's a heavenly language. <laughs> it is to me anyway. I want to honor you for your vision and faith in setting up such a conference. It's a tremendous amount of effort to organize something this big. But it has huge impact. And especially on pastors who come needing refreshing and encouragement. So it's a privilege to serve with you and to be a part of what you're doing. Well, tonight I want to speak on the topic of anointing and authority. And you notice our theme is uh, winning a generation for the Lord. So my desire is uh, uh, after you have heard this message that you will start to put these things into practice yourself. My passion is to equip you so you can do things that you didn't do before. In Luke chapter 4, uh, we read in verse 33, 3 to 36. In the synagogue, there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Leave us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Here's where you see the anointing and authority flowing together. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet, come out of him. And when the demon threw him on the ground, it came out and did not hurt him. And they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the spirits, and they come out. In this example, we see Jesus exercising spiritual authority. And we see the power of the Spirit being released as he asserted authority. Although this is an example of deliverance of authority over demons, God wants you to understand the extent of the authority he's given you. So, so although we'll touch the area of deliverance, it's not the focus of this message. Notice that people recognize Jesus had authority and power. The word authority is a specific word meaning this. 
权柄是有一个特殊的意思。It's a Greek word, exousia. 是 exousia 这个希腊的字。And it means this. 那的意思是。It's a a legal right that is delegated to you. 是一个呃有这个权有这个权利有一个公权利。That enables you to speak and act on behalf of God. 是有这个呃从神而来的权利可以呃来说话。It's a legal right. 是一个，好像是一个赋予他的一个权柄，也是给所有信徒的一个权柄。Enabling us to speak as a representative of God and act in the name of Jesus. 所以我们可以代表上帝来说话和行事。Authority is essential for you to fulfill the mission Jesus gave you. 如果我们要来呃完成大使命，一定需要有神来的权柄。But so few believers understand their authority. 但是很多的信徒不太了解上帝的授权。And so few know how to exercise it. 也不太知道要怎么样去运用它。Notice it said he had authority and power. 那在这里呢，告诉我们说，神有耶稣有权柄有能力。The word power is the word dunamis. 所以呢 ，dunamis 就是讲到能力这个字。It means supernatural ability. 是一个。It is referring to the Holy Spirit manifesting His power as the command was given. So it is talking about the Holy Spirit manifesting His power as the command was given. So it is talking about the Holy Spirit manifesting His power as the command was given. He left all his authority, all his power behind when he came to the earth. So, he depended completely on the Holy Spirit. To speak to him and direct him. And to empower him to do the work of ministry. In this situation, we see here. In this situation, we see here. They have gained authority in his life. So these demons, in this person's life, have gained authority. Once authority. And the evil spirits exercised power over him. This person, he gave up his authority, so the evil spirits had power over him. So he made them helpless. When Jesus encountered him, Jesus was commissioned to destroy the works of the devil. You and I are called to carry on that commission. We also have the same commission. To likewise destroy the works of the devil. 要消灭魔鬼一切的作为。Jesus was called to advance the kingdom of God. 主耶稣他来是要来拓展上帝的国度。So his message was about a kingdom that was available now. 所以他在讲的是神的国度已经降临在我们的当中。A kingdom where there's freedom and wholeness. 是一个有自由、有完整、有健全的一个。
And he not only preached that kingdom, he demonstrated that kingdom. He brought the kingdom of God into reality in people's lives. And in this situation here, we see how spiritual authority is exercised. And I, want, I want to go through some scriptures and help you understand more about this. So you begin to exercise authority yourself. In Matthew 12:28, again, Jesus has done deliverance. And he said in verse 28, If I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. 他说：“如果我是用神的能力来赶鬼的话，那就是神的国降临在你们的中间。”So notice what Jesus spoke of there.”所以我们就看见耶稣在那里所说的话，十二十八节。他讲神的国度has it's not God's will that you be afflicted with unbelief and tormenting emotions. And Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom has come. The word cast out means to hurl out by exercising authority. And the power to do it is the Spirit of God. If I, by the Spirit, do this, so that means in order for deliverance to take place, a person representing the kingdom of heaven must make verbal commands with the Holy Spirit working with them to enforce it. So this requires faith. It requires a connection with the Spirit of God. So before Jesus began his ministry, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit. And out of his relationship with the Holy Spirit, he was guided and directed in when and how to minister. So Jesus is the example for us. What a man moving in authority and anointing can do. Now I want to share with you just some key principles about spiritual authority. Then I want to look at the application of this in your lives. And I'll share with you some stories of how I have put some of these things into practice. I want us to look in Genesis 2 verse 15. Genesis 2, 15. This is the story in the garden. And it said, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend it and to keep it. 
，用尘土造他呃说的人，然后把他放在这个伊甸园里，让他修理看守。So we notice in here Adam and Eve are given a commission. 所以在这里我们看到上帝给亚当夏娃一个使命。This is the original commission. 这是一个最初的、最开始的一个使命。Adam and Eve were put in a garden, a specific piece of territory. 所以上帝把亚当夏娃放在一个独特、一个专有的一个地方。And they were given a commission. 而且呢，给他们的一个使命。A commission is an assignment from God. 就是从神那里所给他们的一个任务。It's something they're called to do with their lives. 所以呢，就是要他们呃生命中的一个使命。God has an assignment for every person. 神对我们每一个人都有一个使命，一个任务。This assignment is unique to you. 是一个对你很独特、特殊的。For example, in Ephesians 2:10. 以弗所说的第二章第十节 says we are his workmanship created in Christ to good works that God has prepared for us that we would walk in. 所以讲到我们是他手中的工作，在基督耶稣里造成的，是为要来做神要我们做的工。So Adam and Eve are given a commission. 所以呢，神给亚当夏娃一个使命。And they're given a specific territory or place. To work this out, 而神也给他们一个特殊的一个领域来做神的工作。Notice what God tells them to do. 那你特别看上帝要亚当夏娃做什么呢 ？The words are tend and keep. 在这个里面要修理看守。I don't know what they were like in your version, but essentially they mean these things. 那主要他们的意思就是这个。Whatever their assignment was, they were called to cultivate the garden. 他们要来培育那一个的，来灌溉、培育那个栽培那个的园子。The word to tend means to cultivate. 呃，这个 tend 就是说是修理、看守，就是要去培育它。To invest into the garden so it produces fruit. 所以呢，要花功夫下去，让它能够开花结果。It means also to serve as the subject of a king. 也是呢，让它能够来服侍这个王。It also means to worship. 并且也有一个。So the garden, which was their assignment, 所以呢，伊甸园虽然是他们的任务 ，they would act as a representative of God. 其实亚当夏娃就是上帝的这个代表 ，to serve him as his representative. 所以呢，这样子来服侍他 ，to cultivate so it produced fruit. 来培育这个园子，让它能够开花结果。And this was an act of worship. 那么这个本身就是对神的一个敬拜。So、所以敬拜不只是唱诗歌而已。It involves presenting our life to God. 是把我们的生命献给他。And bringing His kingdom into the place we have been assigned. 并且把神的同在带进到他所给我们的领域里。The second thing they were told to do was to keep it. 那第二个是要就是看守。That word means to watch over it. And guard it from a hostile enemy. So that is to keep, to guard, to protect, so that the enemy cannot come in. So their assignment involved building and fighting. One is building, one is fighting. They had an enemy, an invisible enemy. They had an enemy, an invisible enemy. They were expected to overcome him and subdue him. That they. They had an assignment, and they were expected to produce fruit. Their assignment was to make the garden grow. As we see later on, Jesus represents that assignment to us. So we also see that Jesus represents this great commission. This is a great commission. It involves us cultivating and producing fruit, and being engaged in warfare, contending to ensure we subdue an enemy. So they had an assignment. 
所以, and they had a place. 所以他们有一个区域, now we know the story. We know what happened to Adam and Eve and how they lost their relationship with God and their authority. But I just want to share with you some observations from this passage. And some things for you to understand about the importance of exercising your authority. Adam and Eve failed in their assignment. And the results of failing in their assignment have affected us all. In fact, it led to God promising He would send a Savior to remedy the situation. You yourself have an assignment from God. So here are some principles from the story. Number one, whatever God has given you responsibility over or for, you have authority over. Whatever God gave you responsibility for, you are able to exercise spiritual authority over that. You are able to act as God's representative, to speak into it and to cultivate it and to protect it. I'll apply this specifically and show you how it works in your life shortly. So for example, your personal life is your responsibility. Your thoughts, your emotions, your habits, your words, your actions, these are all your responsibility. We live in a culture which tends to think and act like a victim. But God holds you responsible for what you do, your life. And as we'll see, Jesus gives you authority to bring forth his life into your situation. The second thing, authority is a legal right to speak and act on behalf of God. God gives you authority to speak into your assignment. To exercise authority over evil spirits. In fact, most people could set themselves free of evil spirits. But we have this mentality, I need someone to do these things for me. The third thing about this area is authority is delegated by God. So he, he holds you responsible for what you do. He gives you a free will. You can align with him. You can reject him. You can represent him. Or you can represent the devil. You can lose your authority. In fact, one of the reasons so many people meet ministry 
呃，其中一个原因，为什么那么多人需要被服侍 ？Is they have lost authority in their life. 因为他们在他们生命里失去了神所给他们的权柄。And with that, they've lost power in their life. 也以至于他们也失去了能力。So they're in bondage. 所以他们就在一个捆锁的里面。How can you lose your authority? 你怎么样可以失去你的权柄呢 ？See, a lot of people say or blame the devil for all their problems. 所以很多人就是怪罪在撒旦魔鬼身上吧。But actually, the real reason people have problems. 很多时候，但真正的原因，为什么人有问题呢 ？Because somewhere they gave up their authority. 因为在某些的地方，他们放弃了神所给他们的权柄。And it's given up one of two ways. 那么就有两方面放弃。Either one, you give it up by being passive. 可能你就是非常的消极，所以你就被夺去你的权柄夺去。Or two, you give it up by violating the laws of God. 或者是我们呃就触犯了上帝的律法。So you notice that Adam firstly was silent. 所以一开始呢，这个亚当他是沉默。When the devil came to tempt Eve. 所以当撒旦来试探夏娃的时候。The Bible says Adam was with her. 那么圣经告诉我们说，亚当其实是在那里。但是他没说话。He was the silent man. 他是一个沉默的男人。A silent man. 沉默的男人。He should have been speaking. 他应该说话的。Instead of allowing his wife to talk to the devil. 而他不应该让他的太太一直在跟这个撒旦在讲话。He should have been speaking up and cutting the hair off the off the Should have been thinking how to eat the serpent rather than just be quiet. He shouldn't be silent. He should think how to eat the serpent. So one of the problems with men is they remain passive when they should be speaking. So, we talk about many brothers who should be active, but they become very silent. If you are passive, if you are passive, and don't assume responsibility for your life, you will lose authority in it. You will lose that power. This is true everywhere in life. 不管在哪里都是一样。Wherever you become passive, 如果你非常的消极 ，become silent， 然后沉默 ，and you permit things to happen， 你允许事情发生 ，you lose authority in your life， 你就失去神所给你的权柄在你身上。The second way is by violating God's laws。第二个失去权柄的就是说，当我们违背了上帝的律法。So I have found when people need deliverance， 所以我们跟呃在做一些释放的工作时 ，most of the time they have violated the law of God in some way。很多人在捆锁里面，因为他们在某方面 ，this is why they've lost power。他们他们就失去了能力，失去了权柄。And their lives are in bondage. 所以他们生命就进到捆锁里。Here's another principle then. 这是另外的一个原则。If you lose your authority, 如果你失去你的权柄 ，the devil will gain access to use it against you. 然后撒旦他就会夺着用这个权柄来掌控你。You notice that following Adam and Eve falling into sin, 我们看到亚当夏娃他们犯罪堕落之后 ，they lost their relationship with God. 他们就失去跟神的关系。They lost their spiritual authority. 失去他们属灵的权柄。And the devil began to torment and afflict the nations of the earth. 所以呢，撒旦魔鬼就借此来让这个世界来受苦。When you give up your personal authority, 当我们放弃神所给我们的权柄 ，you will permit oppression to come. 你就允许一个压制的灵来到你里面。One of the issues many Men do not pray in their family. Many men, some brothers, why do they not pray in their family? That gives a doorway for spirits to come. This allows to open the doors for the dark spirits to pressure, oppress, and seduce the family members. Yeah, to harass, to attack their family members. The Bible says men ought always to pray. The Bible says men ought always to pray. For a man to pray. 
Is to stand up and exercise the spiritual authority God has given. For him to remain passive and leave the job to his wife is to fail as Adam did. By being silent when the enemy was active and giving way to peace. So many men in our culture fail to stand up and lead spiritually. They take upon themselves the responsibility God gives them. If you are a husband, God gives you a responsibility of spiritual leadership. You're not only responsible for the garden of your heart. You're responsible for the tone in your marriage and your family. And if you remain passive, or you give way or give in to compromise, you'll have many troubles that you are responsible for. It's interesting that when Adam was challenged, his response was not to be responsible. He chose to blame his wife and blame God. When God asked him the question, did you eat the fruit of the tree? Rather than be responsible, he said, oh, that woman you gave me. Could you make a better one than that one? You're to blame for all of this. Don't look at me, it's not my trouble. And the moment that he did that, God stopped talking to him. And the next time God speaks to him, he has lost his authority and will suffer. So these are key principles related to the area of authority. The path back to authority that's been lost is through repentance and standing up to assume responsibility. In James 4, 7, the Bible says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So if we have lost authority in our life by being passive or violating God's law, return to us in the process of repentance and alignment with God and actively standing up and exercising our authority again. The word submit yourself to God is a word hupotasso, to align yourself cooperating and under God. It means to come into alignment with Him. And the word resist is the word hupo, uh, antitasso, antitasso, stand against. So for us to be restored to authority requires we change. Realigning with heaven and making a stand to resist. I want you to have a look with me in Matthew 28. Matthew 28. The Great Commission. 
Just leading up to giving the Great Commission, Jesus said this, All authority is given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all I've commanded you. Now some people think that there's a very big devil. In fact, actually, they get more focused on devils than on God. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says of Jesus, all authority. All authority is given to him. He received all authority. When Jesus died on the cross, Colossians 2:14 and 15 that he took the list of all of our failures, all of our mistakes. He took them to the cross, paying the full price. And in doing so, disarmed or took away the power or authority of evil spirits. He is far above every principality and power. And when you and I come to Christ, we become joined to Him, and we also occupy heavenly places. Listen, when you get born again, the God joins with your spirit, you are connected with heaven itself. Jesus made a promise, connected with the Great Commission. You will receive power from on high. The power of the Holy Ghost will come upon you. Then you'll be witnesses to me. So notice Jesus gives a commission and a mandate. To every person who would receive him. He will put his spirit within us. He will clothe us with power. And we are able to advance the kingdom of God. It's a command. Not a suggestion. Jesus had in mind a great army of believers mandated by heaven itself to go into the nations, preaching the gospel, healing the sick, casting out demons, bringing the kingdom of heaven into the marketplace. Jesus never had a vision just of his presence being in meetings like this. His vision was we would go forth. When Jesus died on the cross, it was to bring back to us the possibility of a relationship with God and having spiritual authority again. When you gave your life to Christ, you were delivered out of the kingdom of darkness. You become part of a new kingdom. With a new king. And you were all authorized to speak and act on his behalf. 
Every believer is authorized. You are an ambassador. An ambassador of heaven. It doesn't matter what country you've come from. Or where you are. The Bible says you're an ambassador of heaven. You belong to a different kingdom. You are connected to God. Empowered by His Spirit. And you have an assignment. Listen, ambassadors speak and act on behalf of the country they come from. If an ambassador comes from China, they speak and act on behalf of China. And the Chinese embassy is considered Chinese sovereign ground. So if, a, if an ambassador comes from China, the embassy where he lives, that territory is Chinese territory. It's true of all other nations. But you and I are an ambassador of heaven. You're an ambassador of heaven. And wherever you are, that's where the embassy of God is. Wherever you are, you are commissioned to speak and act on behalf of heaven. Now, if an ambassador comes from China, he can't just do what he wants to do. He can't just go about doing anything he wants to do. He's a representative. Everything is different for him now. Everything is different. Wherever he goes, he's recognized. They often have a special car with a little flag. And wherever they go, oh, it's from China. Ambassador. It's so special honor and respect is given. But you're an ambassador. And that person next to you, they're an ambassador too. Wow. You didn't know that, of course. They didn't look much like an ambassador to you. <laughs> so we are ambassadors in disguise. But we're not supposed to be a silent ambassador. You're supposed to speak up. Advance the kingdom of God. Witness to people. Learn how to exercise authority. And advance the kingdom of God. Jesus said, the works I do, you do also. So we need to study and have a look what Jesus did. And how he did it. So every believer is called to ministry. For example, in 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it tells, us, it tells us that the ministry of the Spirit is given every believer. How about that? You are a minister of God. Now, we tend to think of ministers of God as being someone who's got a collar. 
Unless they like past the tongue, they wear jeans and a check shirt, you know. <laughs> Except on Sunday, we have a nice suit on. Yeah. But we tend in our mind to think of ministers a certain way. But you are an ambassador of heaven, a minister of the Spirit. And you say, well, I hadn't realized that. What am I supposed to do? Well, the first is to discover the territory God gave you. You need to discover what area you have authority over. And then you're called to cultivate it. So produces fruit for God. And if there are any devils in there, you need to subdue them. It's no use waiting every year to come to a conference. And ask someone to pray and subdue the demons in your life. Oh, I have to be tormented all year. Please, Pastor Tom, bring Pastor Mike back again so he can pray for me. Wow, anointed. No, 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 no. You deal with them yourself. He gives you authority. You can command the demons. You're not see some see I can tell they don't believe. They believe. They believe. They believe. Okay. They believe. Okay. All right then. All right then. Well, I, I'm gonna. We're gonna. We'll read a verse. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. And we'll look in Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. And verse 19. How many believe the word of God is for us? For each of us. Okay. Look at this verse here. I give you. Authority. Exousia. The right to speak and act on my behalf. I give you authority. Who need to receive? You receive by believing. I give you authority over what? You can trample on serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen. So you can I give you authority. To trample on trample them underfoot. Like the cockroach. He says, you praying for God to do it, you know. He says, I give you authority. Now that word trample underfoot means totally defeat and humiliate. It's your privilege to totally defeat and humiliate evil spirits. Not live controlled by them. You're an ambassador. You're an ambassador of heaven. Why you let evil spirits live in your house? Drive them out. Drive them out. I give you authority. Nothing shall harm you. Nothing. 
<laughs> okay, we'll just look at a couple more verses and I'll show you how to apply this. <laughs> look in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians 10, yes. And, uh, <clears throat> okay, here we go. We'll read in verse 12 and 13. 2 Corinthians 10, 12 and 13. And Paul is writing. And he says, we do not compare ourselves or commend ourselves, but he says, but some people measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves are not wise. Verse 12, 2 Corinthians 10:12. <笑>现在现在比较老花一点所以比较太善了因为我们不敢将自己和那自己的人相同同列相比他们用自己的度量量自量自己量自己用自己的比较自己用自己比较用自己比较用自己比较用自己比较用自己比较用自己比较用自己
That during the day you'll face spiritual pressures. 在呃身在你日子里你会面临一些压力。face spiritual influences. 会有一些属灵的压力。And in your prayer time you can subdue them. 然后在你祷告的里面你可以制服它。You can take authority over them. 你可以呃运用权柄。And subdue them and call God's order into your life. 能够制服那些不属神的，然后让神的次序进到你。I'll show you how to do it in a moment. Another area is your workplace. You are authorized to represent God in your workplace. If there are demonic forces working there, you are authorized to subdue them. In your marriage and your family, that's your sphere of influence. You are authorized to subdue spiritual forces. To speak blessing. To bring the presence of God, to minister healing, to bring encouragement. There are many ways you are authorized to minister. To yourself, over your day, into your family, into your workplace. What about your possessions, your finances? If you have responsibility, then you have authority. So, if you have responsibility, then you have authority. So, if you have authority, then you have authority. It's just most people don't know quite how to do it. I discovered how to do it when I was a very young Christian. And I didn't discover it because I was smart. In fact, I had to learn a lot of unlearn a lot of smart things I learned at university. I had to learn how to listen to God's wisdom. Now I taught in a school, a high school. And God began. I was praying for my area every day. And God spoke to me one day. And He said, "I want you to go into your classroom early. And I want you to pray in tongues. And lay hands on each seat. And take authority over the spirits that trouble young people and command peace. And to release peace into the school classroom. And to release productivity. They're helping you. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Wonderful. Great when you're interpreter in the Chinese congregation. Yeah, they all understand. They all know the words to tell you what to put it right. That's right. So what I did every day was I would rise and go into my classroom. Lay hands on the seats. And as I lay hand, I begin to picture young people coming in there through the day. And I would take authority over all tormenting spirits that were afflicting them. Forbid them to operate in my classroom. And release peace and creativity and excellence into the room. I didn't feel a thing doing this. I just did it every day. Then about three months later, a teacher came to me and said, "What's up with your classroom?" She said, "There's something different about your classroom." And I said, "Why is it different?" 
she said, "Well, I take study classes around the school in different rooms." But in this room, it's different. I find the students agitated, unsettled everywhere, and I don't get any work done. But here in this room, they settle down, and I get lots of work done. This is the only room it happens. I said, I don't think you want to know the answer. Uh, yeah, yeah, please tell me. Oh, no, 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 you don't want to know the answer. So please tell me. I say, okay, okay. You ask. And you're telling me this is a peaceful room. More peaceful than any other room. Everyone gets their work done. She said, "Yes, yes, yes." Well, this is what I do. Every day I come, I pray in my room. I take authority over spirits that torment children. I pray peace into my room. And lots of work be done. And she looked at me that funny look. I said, I told you you didn't want the answer. But you already tell me it's working. A little while later, about two weeks later, I had two girls walk past my room. And they said, Hey, what's wrong with your room, sir? I said, What do you mean, what's wrong with my room? It's old, but it's okay. Oh, they say no. This is a weird room. I say, why is that? They say every time we walk past this room, we begin to shake. I said, really? I've never seen anyone shaking before. This is new to me. I was a young Christian, not even baptized. I said, come in, come in, come in. And they came in. Oh, they like this. It got worse when they come in the room. Wow, look at that. And then I oh. I've been praying in this room. Now I know. I say, and then I knew straight away. I say, I know what's happening. I've been praying in this room, asking the presence of God to come. And you girls have been involved with evil spirits, haven't you? And they are reacting to what's in my room. And I said, I can make that shaking stop. As soon as I said it, I wish I hadn't said those words. Because a little voice came in my side, you've never even seen shaking. How do you know you can stop it? And I said, okay. So I said, right. Close your eyes. Okay? And then I pray two prayers. One they can hear, one they can't hear. The one they can't hear goes like this. Help! What you do? Okay, second one went like this. In Jesus' name, I take authority over those spirits. Be still in Jesus' name. Open up one eye to have a bit of a look. Stop. It's amazing. 
Later on, they gave their lives to the Lord. And over a period of time, we had a move of God in that school. Many, many young people coming to Christ. Amazing. 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 I had a my my son-in-law was working in a local business. And the particular production line he was working on lots of troubles. So in the production line, he was he was complaining. So in the production line, he was complaining. The, the, the supervisor is very bad, hopeless at his job. It's causing many problems, and we, we have the most breakdowns of every line. I don't like working there. And I said, first of all, get your attitude right. You need to honor and respect. You'd be grateful for the job God gave you. I said, here's the second thing. Are there any other Christians on that line? And he said, no. I said, well, then you're the one. You're the man. You've got to rise up. And you've got to take authority. Not over people. But over spirits that exercise authority there. I said, start to pray for that man. Find the spirits operating around his life. Pray against the division. Pray peace onto this production line. And increase productivity. He come back about three weeks later. He saw the man's been transferred. And there's peace in our production line. It's been peaceful ever since I started praying. Do you mean for six months you've been complaining about something that God gave you power to change? And while you're complaining, you're part of the problem. You should have been standing up in prayer. Anyway, he got promoted. He got the other man's job. And, the, and everyone was much happier. Production went up. Look, I can share many, many stories like that. I had a, a, a man come to see me a little while ago about his marriage. And so uh, we talk about the marriage. And it's very clear that his, many, his wife is troubled by many spirits. And I said to him, well, listen. Here's what the problem is. You have been like Adam. You've been silent. And you've been irresponsible. And because you haven't stood up in prayer, you've given permission for all these things to act. The first thing you need to do is repent. Stop blaming your wife. You're not responsible for her actions. You're responsible for yours. So you repent. We talked about some things to repent. Then I said, now you begin to pray. And so every day I'd get him praying. Pray in the spirit. 
and he'd begin to connect with God. He said, when you feel the presence of God around your life, then speak like this. I stand as the head of my household. Let the devils know you have authority. And I take authority of every evil spirit. Troubling my wife. Troubling our marriage. I bind and forbid your operations. Lord, I release peace into this place. I said to him, when you do this, you are going to start a war. Not everyone wants to start a war. I said, it's a war you can win. But you have to have the courage to stand up. And not everyone has the courage to stand up. It's easier to be defeated and complain. I said, when you stand up in prayer and start to exercise the authority God has given you, if there's anything there, it will fight back at you. I had one man I told to do this. And I came to him a week later and said, how are you getting on? He said, it didn't work. I said, really, it didn't work? Praying didn't work. Tell me about that. And he said, well, I, it was the most terrible week I've ever had. I said, of course it was. You're finally standing up and pushing back on hidden spirits. And they just created a little bit of a turmoil, and now you get defeated so quickly. You need to pray for God to strengthen you. So my brother prayed. And as he prayed, he sa I said, this is what will happen. You'll feel pressure come on you. Because you're asserting authority to displace hidden spirits. And I, and I said, you may feel some pressure or turmoil or agitation or maybe some sickness. But hold your ground. Determine your marriage will be free. And I said two things will happen. Number one, you'll experience pressure. You'll experience opposition. It's just normal. Hang on in there. I said the second thing that'll happen is whatever issues have been covered over will come to the surface. So he rang me the next day. Yeah, I've been praying for a day. He said, I've, today I feel sick. But he said, I realize what it is. I'm just going to press on. I checked with him the next day, said, I'm better. Went away just like that. Then about 10 days later, he said, oh, I think my wife's having a breakdown. I said, no, I don't think so. I think all that's happening is this. Is the spirits that held her bound and enabled her to control her life are now forced to let go. And the issues she struggled with now are visible. 
困扰他的东西开始曝光。She had a massive deliverance, and their whole relationship changed. 所以我们就为他的妻子来祷告，他就得医治、得释放，整个的关系就改变了。See, you can exercise authority. 你看，我们可以运用神所给我们的权柄。As a representative of heaven. 因为我们是国度的代表。And speak into circumstances. 然后对我们的环境来宣告。It seems a little unusual. Especially if you've had university training like I have. 特别是如果你有受高等教育，像我这样。We're not used to talking to things we can't see. 我们不是很习惯对那些看不见的东西来宣告。But Jesus did it. 但耶稣有这么做。Jesus spoke to a tree. 耶稣对一棵树讲话。No more fruit. 不再会有果子了。And it withered. 然后就枯竭了。He spoke to the storm. He told the storm, "Be calm, be still." It responded. They spoke to demons. 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 They spoke to How about talking to a dead man? 好像 Lazarus, come out! 他对一个死人说话，拉萨路出来。That's really scary, you know. 那个很可怕，你知道吗 ？There's some scary things in the Bible. 圣经有些蛮可怕的事。So you read them and you just don't even think about it. 你只是读没有想。But you imagine a tomb has been covered over for four days. And someone comes and speaks. Come forth. Then someone comes and speaks. Come forth. And a dead man, all wrapped in bandages, comes out. Then that dead man, all wrapped in bandages, comes out. It's like a horror movie, really, isn't it? 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 It's like a horror movie, Jesus said, "The words I speak are spirit." They are life. They have life. Most people talk about their problems rather than speaking to them. If you're going to grow in authority and power. 如果你要在全民能力有成长，你就要学习怎么样，不要在那边抱怨。Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. Begin to learn to listen to God and speak into that situation. For me, the teaching classroom and the students, I held them in my heart in prayer. I felt a responsibility for them. So, I, the classroom's students, I felt I had a responsibility for them. So, when you hold someone in your heart, You can't have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. So you don't have to have anger or resentment or bitterness and hostility in there. 
The Bible's very clear if we submitted to God and then we can resist the devil and he'll flee. So in my personal prayer times, I don't spend a lot of time commanding. I do a lot of that in ministry when I'm ministering to people. But in my personal prayer time, I save the commanding and exercising dominion to the very end of the prayer time. I spend the first half hour or so just in worship and being connected to God. Because I've observed something that when commands were effective, there was always an atmosphere of God's Spirit and the connection with the Spirit of God. Think about the first example of this. Genesis chapter 1. The Spirit of God was moving or brooding over creation and then God spoke. So if you're going to be exerting authority over circumstances or situations, spend time in worship, connect with God, become aware of Him, surrender yourself to Him. Then as you begin to think about that situation, then you begin to speak commands. Now always remember in speaking commands, you're acting as a representative of heaven. So you can't speak or command in any way that would control a person's life. To attempt to override someone's will or responsibility is witchcraft. Misuse of authority. It's usurping authority. That's why you need to know what you're responsible for. I am not responsible for your decisions, you are. I can't make you make any decision. But I can pray into the atmosphere over your life to free it from demonic involvement and release God's presence. So you can make better decisions. So you've got to be careful in this area. That when you're exercising authority, you are connected with God and not imposing something that God did not permit you to do. So hold the personal situation in your heart. Connect closely to God. And listen for promptings of the Spirit. I had a very difficult situation. And for some some weeks I prayed into that situation. Standing in my role and office and taking authority over it. And within a short period of time. It totally changed. All the hidden things came out into the open. Sometimes we're aware of hidden things. We're aware of hidden resistance. But we don't know what to do. So I took authority. First half hour in the presence of God. Then surrendering to Him. And then for about five minutes. 
I would speak into situations, commanding the spirits to be subdued. You exercise authority with a verbal command. So you need to speak to it like it's living and and God just after a short while uncovered it. 然后在很短时间他就, and the situation changed completely. So hold the situation in your heart or the people in your heart. Draw near to God and listen to his direction. Make verbal commands and expect something to happen. Probably the best example of it's found in Mark 11:22. When Jesus said, "Have the faith of God." If you will speak to this mountain, to this obstacle, to this difficulty, to this spiritual force, if you will speak to it, and not doubt in your heart, that what you say will come to pass, you will have what you say. Notice how many times it uses the word you say. So exercising spiritual authority, I need to be tuned into God, and I need to speak verbal commands. Not loud or shout, but strong from your spirit. Persuaded that what you say is God's will, and it will come to pass. I tell you something, there is great power Released when you assert authority. You can take authority over your own life. You can take authority over your own day. You can take authority over spirits operating in the area of influence you work in. And you can speak into those situations. Speak God's word into them. And expect something to happen. Imagine if every person here embraced, I'm an ambassador. Do I will see things uncovered. I will see things change. Because heaven has come to earth. It's not just about commanding demons. It's about bringing heaven to earth. In every area that God has called us to operate. So many believers don't understand their authority. Nor how to exercise it. But it's exercised when you stop being passive. Stop violating God's laws. Align yourself with heaven. And start to speak the word of God and assert authority over things that are out of order. You will be amazed what can happen. I've seen workplaces turn around, I've seen classrooms change. In the situation that I taught in, my, in this classroom, 
I prayed not only peace into the classroom. 不单是我宣告主的平安 ，but I prayed also for creative ideas. 我还祷告有一些创意的主意。And over a period of about four years, 那差不多有四年的时间 ，I saw the classes grow. 我看到这个这堂课的学生成长。I saw the success of students increase. 看到这些同学们他们都成长成功。And when I finally finished teaching there, 当我结束我那边的教学 ，I started with two senior classes. One had about eight students in it. And one had about twelve students. In it. When I finished, I had nearly the whole senior school were in my classes. So, when I finished, I had nearly the whole senior school were in my classes. So, when I finished, I had nearly the whole senior school in my classes. So, when I finished, I had nearly the 高班的都在我的教室里。And they love coming there. 他们也很喜欢来我的教室。Because they felt the love of God flowing from my heart. 因为他感受到神的爱从我里面流出去。They enjoyed the creativity in the room. 我也非常的享受在我们的上课里面的那些的创意。Something unusual about the atmosphere. 哎，就好像在这个气氛当中有不一样。Very conducive to work. 哇，大家很喜欢在这里工作。By the time I finished, 当我 all the student grades had gone right up. I had almost a hundred percent pass rate in my classes. 差不多百分之百的都通过考试。It's a combination of some things. 是一些很多集中很多的事情。But an important part. 但很重要的一件事。Was acting as an ambassador. 是运用神所给我的大使的权柄。And exercising authority. 运用神给我的权柄。Believing the power of the Holy Spirit would come. 相信神的能力会透过圣灵降临。I wonder what would happen. If you started to do that, instead of complaining about what other people are doing, you took authority. Started to praise God in the situation. Invite the Spirit of God to come. Subdued spiritual resistance. And spoke the Word of God in such a way. That God's spirit was released. Say, you can do that. You can do that. God gave you that privilege. Jesus died on the cross for that privilege. He restored our authority. I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, every manifestation of evil spiritual power. Nothing shall in any wise harm you. If we can believe that joined to Christ, we have authority over those things. No longer will you pray like some powerless person. Down here on earth, and there's a big devil in the way. And God is somewhere out there. And I've got to try and break through. What if Jesus has already positioned you in heavenly places? So now when you're praying, I command you in Jesus' name from a place of victory. It's not a struggle to get the victory. The only struggle is you believing in your heart that God has 
has given you that authority. And devils will obey. I have done a lot of deliverance over the years. I've learned most people could deliver themselves. And I've also learned this. That when you teach people to do deliverance, the first problem they've got to get over is believing in their heart that their words count. That their words have power. And that demons will respond. And one of the reasons people have so much difficulty in doing that is because they don't guard their tongue the rest of the time. Your words are important. Use your words to build spiritual atmosphere. So you need to build your day, to build your future. Today in Jesus' name, I take authority over my day. I take authority over all assignments against me. I subdue you in Jesus' name. I command blessing upon my day. I command every event to come into divine alignment. I call divine appointments. I call favor upon my life. I thank you the anointing of Solomon is on. Giving me wisdom. You see, it's quite easy, really. It's not hard to pray with authority. You, it will change your prayer from pleading to power. Power. Power over evil spirits. Power to influence. Power to release God's presence into your situation. What an opportunity! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! What an opportunity! What a privilege! In a few moments, we're going to have an opportunity for people to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus did promise you would receive power. If you haven't received that anointing and the gift and the free gift of tongues, so if you haven't received that anointing and the gift and free gift of tongues, so if you haven't received that anointing and the gift and free gift of tongues, so if you haven't received that anointing and the gift and free gift of tongues, and I want to show you how to release the power of God from your life. I had someone write me a letter. And they said, we watched your video on the internet. And we started to practice in our, in our small group. And the power of God started to flow. I had someone else wrote to me. I began to command like you've been teaching. And my whole situation has turned around. I am amazed what God has done. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to introduce you to a famous singer who's going to lead us in a song to finish. I love your singing and your worship. You've got a beautiful voice and a beautiful spirit.